Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Matt Hornbach, Global Head of Macro Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about global macro trends and how investors can interpret these trends for rates and currency markets. It's Tuesday, August 31st at 11.30 a.m. in New York. Well, the end of August usually brings with it the start of school in the U.S. and, for children who have to go back to school, the end of summer. The end of August also brings with it the annual Jackson Hole Economic Symposium. It's an event held by the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City and brings together dozens of central bankers, policymakers, academics, and economists each year to discuss important issues facing world economies. The main event at the symposium was Fed Chair Powell's speech on monetary policy in the time of COVID. Going into the speech, investors were looking for information on the timing and pace of asset purchase tapering, as well as the timing of rate hikes that might follow. Powell emphasized that the bar to hike rates is higher than the bar to taper asset purchases. It's a distinction that most investors had already been aware of, but were comforted to hear Powell confirm it nevertheless. It's also a distinction that the Fed tried to get across in 2013, though unsuccessfully. At the time, then-Chair Bernanke suggested that tapering could begin in the next few meetings. However, that was quite a few meetings earlier than most in the market had expected. What followed was a dramatic rise in Treasury yields and a tightening in overall financial conditions. As Treasury yields rocketed higher back then, FOMC participants tried to communicate the idea that tapering wasn't tightening. And while the message resonated with strategists like me, the knee-jerk reaction in the marketplace developed a momentum that words alone simply couldn't stop. From the Fed's perspective, tapering asset purchases is its way of reducing the amount of accommodation it's providing to the economy each month. It's not actually tightening policy per se, but rather easing policy a little bit less with each reduction in asset purchases. The Fed usually tightens monetary policy by hiking its short-term interest rate, known as the federal funds rate. The Fed could also tighten monetary policy by allowing the size of its balance sheet to shrink. The good news for the Fed is that now, almost a decade later, investors seem to have embraced this distinction between tapering and tightening. Last week, markets cheered the part of Powell's speech where he underscored the more stringent test for hiking rates. Both bond and equity prices went up as the prospects for an earlier start to rate hikes seemed to fade, and the value of the U.S. dollar receded. However, I'd like to point out a wrinkle that markets may have missed last week. Just because the bar to taper is lower than the bar to hike rates doesn't mean that the economy won't surpass that higher bar just as quickly as the lower one. Remember, it wasn't that long ago that most investors thought tapering would begin early next year. Today, however, both FOMC participants and many investors are eyeing the first reduction in asset purchases later this year. With Powell having drawn a clear line between tapering and rate hikes, the Fed is free to pursue a more aggressive tapering program than in 2014. While the Fed spent 11 months tapering its asset purchases back then, it could easily reduce the number of months to six this time around. In other words, the economy either moves closer to both tapering and rate hikes simultaneously, or it moves further away. It's very unlikely to take one step closer to tapering and one step further away from tightening. And as the economy moves closer to both tapering and tightening as we forecast, Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar should continue to move higher. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcasts app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 